What's up, people? We're talking about the Cecil Hotel. And we're your meta sidekicks. This place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. You don't like it for various reasons. So my name's Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. No. And we are your meta sidekicks. We're twin flames, psychic mediums, and metaphysical comedians and we bring you all the information on everything paranormal metaphysical and in between today we're covering the cecil hotel in our psychic chicken fashion so psychic chicken is when one of us knows the history and brain physical things of the place person or whatever that we're covering and the other person has to play psychic chicken which means they know nothing and they're going to use their mediumship abilities to get info inside and intel on whatever topic it is that we're covering. And today, as I'm already said, is the Cecil Hotel. She knows the things. I know nothing. Yeah, this place sucks. Well, now she knows things because we already recorded the video. And if you want to watch the video, you can go down to the show notes. But this is the podcast version where we go into a little more depth and silliness and whatever about said topic that we've already talked about in the video. So... Before I knew anything about the Cecil Hotel, I I do know about it, but I don't, like, my memory is that of a goldfish, so I don't necessarily, like, when M told me that we were covering the Cecil Hotel, I was like, I think I've learned about this, but I also don't remember anything about it, and I kept seeing a water tower, and I was like, I asked her, I said, where is this place? And she was like, California. And I was like, is it in the hot part of California? And she's like- I? LA and I was like I think that's the hot part of California because I was seeing like you know highway what is it 65 or 66 or something 420 69 blaze it anyways I was seeing like cars <laughs> like Disney animated cars or Pixar you know car yeah the land place in which cars is filmed in animation hot so that's why I asked her if California LA is hot Okay. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm just telling people what I saw when you asked me so, to use my medium brain. I knew it. It was hot. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. But uh, I kept seeing water towers and I was like, I don't know anything about that. So may, why do they have a water tower just like on top of a building? Well, technically they don't have a water tower on top of a building. It's the water supply to the hotel. Mm. They don't have like one of those like round shaped things hanging off on top of a building well that's what i was seeing though because so. that's the only thing my brain has access to is freestanding water towers but i saw a freestanding water tower but small on top of a building and i was like i don't understand this i feel like this is just my egotistical brain making things up because i don't i don't i don't know why there would be this thing anyways so i shucked that image off to the side and i was like whatever i don't i don't know what we're talking about so i put it's hot in Topeka because <laughs> it's hot um I also saw that there was a really pretty chandelier and this chandelier was shown to me by an elegant woman who I think owned or worked at the hotel at one point I feel like she owned and operated it I'm not sure but she showed me this chandelier and she's older and she has dark hair and she's from more of like a old-timey era because she wears like early turn-of-the-century clothes kind of like 1900s it was weird trying to get information from this place because a lot of times with hotels and, and what is it called? Apartments, things like that, that. There's so many people that are inside of it that it's almost like a revolving door of people that come, say something, and then leave. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to pinpoint who's talking and for how long. So I saw a really pretty chandelier, and this chandelier I felt was somehow related to this elegant 
older woman with dark hair. And then this elegant older woman with dark hair showed me that there was this other woman who was shorter with lighter curly brown hair that ran a brothel on like the upper floors. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I also saw a gunman and he put pow pow. And I feel like someone, there was like some sort of Wild West-ish type shootout that happened at this place once, if not twice. When it opened, there's also a man that's in a bar area. And I put like a saloon because they kept showing me sort of like the Wild West sort of theme a little bit. Not really, but more like uppity, high scale Wild West. So there's a saloon man. He's older. I want to say he's like in his 50s and he's more portly built with like gray hair. He kind of looks like the dude from, um, because they use things in my brain to explain who they are and all they have is cartoons to work with. So he looks like Pinocchio's dad, but chubby. Wow. He says that he keeps the peace. And I feel like uh, Marilyn Monroe could have been here as well as there was um, a lot of activity in the kitchen, which is why I think that the, the like the saloon man keeps the peace. I feel like whatever bar or restaurant area, there was a lot of activity specifically with like children or something. I don't know. I thought that Theodore Roosevelt went here too, but I think I'm wrong because it was built after he was president because he was like the late mid to 1800s or something. Anyways, there's also an elevator monster I wrote down. Like there's this black mass and there's like something weird with the elevators. I feel like there was forest green carpet and like pink walls or pink carpet and forest green carpet at one point in time. Um, I didn't know if there was some sort of like underground Shanghai operation going on. And if you don't know what that is, I think being Shanghai was more common in like the Boston area, but it's where... Basically, you get drugged and stolen and put into tiny cages for holding underground, usually in like restaurants and other populated areas where you're then sold off as a person to be on ships for various reasons. So basically human trafficking, but they called it Shanghai because a lot of times you would go to like Asia or something and work on ships and things there. Um, I also put that a lot of brides were stood up and uh, killed themselves because of it. And I was like, that's weird because I feel like that happens a lot with hotels. It's just like a thing, which is one of the reasons I did not want to get married in a hotel. Because I was like, if Bradley stands me up, gonna have to, I'm going to have to jump out a window or something. I want to become the lady in white if this happens. There's also a black cat. that can't talk about that. <laughs> Why? Jesus. I, there's also a black cat that's somehow associated with the uh, the brides who have uh, unalived themselves because they were stood up from their grooms. And I don't know why there's a black cat that's associated with them, but he's there. And I feel like there was a lot of elevator renovations that happened, but the elevators would fall. Uh, there was like some, some construction men that were like, ooh, man, ooh-wee. Because <laughs> I see the elevator from, you know, the inside of the elevators looks like brick because it's just the brick built around it. So the elevator shaft itself and then looking down from one of the floors and the elevator is held up and I see construction men on the bottom of it. And they're like, this was problematic. I put that there was an, it's an unfortunate building. Like it was built with good intentions and I put location, location, location. And then I literally wrote good, hard, but bad times. The building became unfortunate. So Yeah. And then the water tower that I kept thinking had nothing to do with that. Cause I was like, I don't understand what water, like who needs a water tower? You just have plumbing. Mm -hmm. So 
That was mm-hmm. my mediumship interpretation of said Cecil Hotel. And now Emily's going to tell you the hard-hitting facts uh-huh. about it. Well, this place sucks. <laughs> a lot of a lot of our patrons want us to like go and do an investigation there, which I don't think we can do because I think they're turning it into like an apartment complex. However, that's the reason why we have decided to do a famous haunting on it instead. So this place has been referred to by a lot of different names, including L.A.'s Tower of Terror, The Suicide, Hotel Death, etc. So we can already tell where this is going. This place has a lot of deaths associated to it, more than usual, I would say, for a hotel, you know, mostly because it's in a very bad area, but it originally was not meant to be like a kind of budget hotel that it became. Mm, so you would say it was... Good heart, but bad times. I mean, yeah. Location, location, location. (laughs) So the hotel was built in 1924, and it was originally built, like I said, to attract the wealthier crowd. It was built primarily for business travelers and tourists. So that's why Liv is like, oh, there's this beautiful chandelier in the lobby. Because it was literally designed to be for the wealthier crowd. It was supposed to be very beautiful, very luxurious, that type of thing. However, the hotel in the 1920s, it was one of the biggest hotels. So it had 14 floors and had almost about 700 rooms for the guests. But during the first five years after opening the hotel, it did in fact attract like this higher clientele that I was talking about. But that's when the Great Depression happened. So it kind of brought that down quite a bit. Bummer. So during the Great Depression, this location in which the Cecil was built, it became what is known as Skid Row, which was very, very bad area to exist. So there were a lot of homeless people. There were a lot of drug dealers. There were a lot of prostitutes, things of that nature. So When the crowd got worse and worse and worse surrounding the hotel, that is when the prices of the rooms got lower and lower and lower. This became a budget hotel, started attracting worse and worse people to the hotel. And that's where it started getting its lovely reputation of, like I said, hotel death. I do have a question. What? Since it became a cheaper hotel, did they have the beds that massaged everything? Like you put the quarter in it and it goes... What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I guess like in the cheap motels in the movies, you put a quarter in the bed and the whole thing like does the Macarena. And I just want to know if at this point in time they had Macarena beds. I don't think so. Okay. That's it. That's all I can carry on. So like I said, there's a lot of deaths associated to this hotel. The first documented suicide of the Cecil, because again, it was known as the suicide. What? Another question. What? Do you know if the, the band, the Eagles made their Hotel California after this song. That just popped into my head randomly. I have no idea. Okay, well, if someone (laughs) knows if the Eagles made their song Hotel California after this hotel, you should let me know because that was an intrusive (laughs) thought that I did not receive before. Continue. I'm done now. I don't know if it's famous enough, but it is a really weird hotel. It's like famous for weird reasons, obviously, because I'm going to be talking about death for the next whatever many minutes I have to talk about the hotel. (laughs) 
So the first documented suicide, because the first documented death was someone that just died naturally in a hotel room. But this place was known for a lot of the suicides that happened. There were actually 13 that is recorded to have happened in the hotel. So the first documented suicide, it occurred in January 22 on 1927 when a man shot himself in the head and he was inside of the C-cell. And the reason why he did it was because he was trying to reconcile with his wife and child, which apparently did not work. So he later died in the hospital. You mean reconcile as in like they got in a fight or reconcile as in I don't have a house. I lost everything because it's the depression here. Stay at this hotel for a couple of days. I can't do it anything anymore. I think he got kicked out from his wife and child and that he was staying in the hotel because uh-uh. he couldn't go back and live with them. Got it. Got it. Got it. That's my interpretation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the next reported death occurred in 1931 when a guest died in his room after taking poison capsules. And there are many other stories in regards to unaliving or suicide. As, like I said, there were about 13 cases, one of which, again, was someone jumping out of, I believe, like the ninth floor or so, and they actually landed on someone. Which is just so rude. I mean, it can't, you can't really control that if you're jumping out of a building. I mean, you should at least try. (laughs) Sorry. So there's a lot of suicides, which is unusually high for this hotel. But in addition to suicides, the Cecil's history includes other violent and disturbing happenings. So it became a notorious rendezvous spot for adulterous couples, drug activity, sexy time, and common ground for prostitutes. <laughs> so, it's because they had the Macarena beds. Like I said, when the reputation got worse, it attracted more uh, malicious, scary, notorious, that's a good word, people to the hotel. <laughs> So in 1964, a retired telemarketer was found beaten and murdered in her room. There was a man that was charged with her murder because he was seen walking around covered in blood. He was like on the streets close to the hotel. So they thought that maybe he was the suspect. However, they later figured out that he was like, he cleared, he got cleared, which is interesting to me because how did he get cleared for murder when he was walking around in a bloody shirt you see here (laughs) that just tells you how bad an area this hotel is put in yeah that's not cool so in the 1980s the hotel was a temporary residence for the serial killer richard ramirez wait maybe it was tomato sauce yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe he was making tomato sauce. Tomato sauce has a very different consistency, my Maybe dude. he's just Italian. Jesus Christ. He's in tomato sauce. I'm sorry. Continue. Ramirez. So, a serial killer. His name is Richard Ramirez. His uh, serial killer name is the Night Stalker. He was convicted, only convicted, of 13 murders, but suspected to have killed many, many more people. Like, how many are we talking? I am 30s, I think. Wow. (laughs) Yes, a lot of people. But it's said that he generally targeted women, and it was actually suspected that he may have killed another hotel guest. However, most of the... uh, killings that he was doing was in skid row and a lot of it not all of it he stayed in this hotel did he kill the people in the hotel or did he just use it as his hideout 
he just used it as his hideout. Oh, okay. Because the story that people or witnesses have reportedly said is that they see him stripping off of his bloody clothes in the alleyway outside the building before he climbed into the interior stairs just in his underwear. I think you should have just stopped that sentence where it was like, it was seen stripping in the alleyway. Maybe he lost a poker bet. And he's got his blood-stained undies. Maybe he was down at the tomato soup factory. (laughs) I'm sorry. As he walked up the staircase to the top floor (laughs) of 1419. So um, he had a a bad room for uh, walking around half naked in bloody underwear. Tomato sauce. Which is probably why he got sighted. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Can you show me the cans in which that sauce came from? And he's, no, no, I can't. Oh God! I'm sorry. So I'm just trying to make it better, okay? Everyone's scary. Gonna, everyone's gonna be like, "You guys are so horrible." They always do. You're not wrong, but you're also not entirely right. Liv has a satirical way of viewing death, and yes. I just get uncomfortable and laugh at inappropriate moments because people are like, "Why would you laugh at that certain point?" And I was like, "It's almost like laughing doesn't mean you're happy." Yeah. <laughs> Uncomfortable, uncomfortable laughter and uncomfortable jokes. Yeah. That's how we deal with That's it. That's how we deal with it. Continue. So if you're offended, we're sorry. But also, this is how we deal with scary things. If you like it, you like it. So a lot of people believe that Richard Ramirez brought, I don't know if it was a curse or just like really bad things because he was also a Satan worshiper and many believe that he conjured the dark entities to reside in the hotel with him alleged satan worshiper or was it like no i think he's actually a satan worshiper because i saw that a lot but it's allegedly that he conjured demons to the hotel because a lot of people are like it's cursed people die here so like so often wow so a lot of people are like there are demons here that cause all of this death to happen it's probably because of this dude was there one in the elevator i don't think that's from him got some demons on the elevator (laughs) they'll take you to the third floor if you tip them well they'll move your bags for you too so if you thought that one serial killer in this hotel was a lot there was a second one as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The second serial killer that was known to stay at the Cecil in 1991, his name was Jack Unterweger, Unterweger, I don't know how to Untervega. say it. Untervega, thank you. <laughs> W's are V's in Deutsch. He's from Austria, and he supposedly was convicted of killing at least three prostitutes in Austria. And then when he came to the U.S., because I don't, I don't understand how he got his way out of that and now is in the U.S., is allowed to travel to the U.S., he decided to continue doing that and was kind of like a copycat in the same sense of the Night Stalker of Richard Ramirez because he started killing women within the Cecil or he stayed in the Cecil, you know, that type of thing. Did he stay in 1419? I don't know. Mm. So I didn't get that much information. So Ramirez was a Satan worshiper. Yeah. And Unta Vega was a stalker worshiper. Yeah, kind of. And he liked to kill ladies that had the profession of sexual activities. Yeah. Got it. Because he would uh, bring them in and apparently strangle them with their bras. So, I mean, let's just talk about this for a second since we're both women and this is a woman-run podcast and business. Uh That's just more reason to not wear bras. Just saying. Just have to put it in there. Yeah, but if you're a prostitute, it makes it look pretty. I would rather not wear a bra and get strangled strangled with my own bra. Wrapping yourself up like a present. Okay. Gotta untie the bow. You can put... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, if you want to save lives... Free the Tatas. PSA over. Continue. So the most famous story is what Liv feverishly thought of with the weird water tower thing that she was talking about on top of the building. So in 2013, a Canadian student, her name is Elisa Lam, had checked into the hotel as she was doing some traveling around the West Coast. And it was a solo trip. So she was, in fact, alone. You. What, you sniffing your armpits? I think I need more deodorant. Does anybody... You're sweating over here? That we just has... recorded a podcast where she talks to Bigfoot, and she talked... I mean, okay. Her dad convinced her to talk to one. Yeah. Because I tried to do it in the video, and she wouldn't do it. Insert deodorant advertisement here. Place your ad here. Continue. So her parents didn't really want her to do the solo trip. And their compromise was that Elisa had to contact her parents every day of her trip to make sure that they knew that she was safe. However, Elisa checked into the Cecil on January 26th and then reportedly went missing on January 31st. And the reason they figured this out is because she didn't call them the one day, the day that she was supposed to check out of the Cecil, she didn't call her parents. So her parents call the local police to search the hotel. However, they could not find her. The police checked the surveillance footage to see, like, what happened, all of these things. On the day of her disappearance, they found an interesting video of Elisa in the hotel elevator, and she was acting very weird. So the video depicts Elisa pressing all of the elevator buttons, walking in and out of the elevator, and possibly even trying to hide from someone. But it was interesting because none of the other surveillance footage shows anyone else. 
And they also didn't have surveillance footage of like where her room was. So they only have this elevator video. And I believe the police put it online and it went viral. People like started creating rumors surrounding like, was she playing the elevator game? Like that weird paranormal elevator game. Yes. (laughs) Did you research the elevator game? No, I just like. Got angry. Well, I saw Mackie and Amanda talking about the elevator game. Yeah. And I think I've heard about it in the sense of, like, you got to go to a certain floor and, like, say certain things or do certain things. But I think it's you go to certain floors and then it's supposed to open, like, a portal to some other scary place. And you're yeah. not supposed to, like, look or leave. And if you leave, you can't go back. That type of weird thing. Yeah, it's like weird pastoral projection type thing almost. Which would be interesting considering the fact that she disappeared So I can understand why people think that that is a possibility. However, 19 days after her disappearance, her naked body was discovered in the water supply on the hotel roof. And the reason why they figured that out is because guests were complaining about how the water was tasting and also it being lower pressure than usual, which is disgusting. But I also found sources that say there was dark water, but I'm not entirely sure that that is real or accurate that may also just be a story very meticulously (laughs) folding her drool rag for her dog (laughs) you gotta keep him around like uh i don't know like party favors because you never know when Thendel's gonna be like i'm so excited to see you do you see these giant drool strings hanging from my cheeks they're great so like i said there wasn't any surveillance footage of her going to her room or things like that so there's a lot of uncertainty as to what happened from the elevator to the water tower a lot of people believe that she was put in the water tower by someone like murdered or that she was trying to hide from someone in the water tower all of these speculations of things oh and when you told me this this is when i saw the dude that looked like he was eastern european yeah. And she was talking about someone having their hand over her mouth with pills or something. Like mm-hmm. someone tried to steal her, but then you get into what the police think is the actual cause of all of this unfortunate events. Yeah, so the police believe, because they talked to her sister, her sister revealed that she has a history of not taking her medication for her bipolar disorder. And bipolar disorder, because we looked it up, can in fact cause hallucinations and things like that if you're not taking certain medications, that type of thing. So that is what police believe was happening in the elevator and is also the reason why they believe that she went into the water tower itself. And they believe that the reason why she like couldn't get out is because the residents or the hotel guests were drinking the water so eventually the water level went down and down and down to the point where she couldn't get back out and she was naked because she took off her clothes because it was weighing her down that is what the police ruled her erotic behavior was directly correlated to a possible paranoid hallucination due to her bipolar disorder so that is what that's what the police think is what's happening but again a lot of other people think that it's unsolved a lot of people think it's a homicide and it just makes me angry because it's like why are we talking about this tragic death and like speculating all these weird things about her because my i don't this woman as a psychic medium tells me that elisa lam is kind of like um what is it she's kind of like 
Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter, which is interesting because Liv sees a elevator dark thing, and that's who I perceive to be like the snake from the Chamber of Secrets. Mm. But the reason why that dark thing is there is because a lot of people like to tell stories about how she died. So they like to make up these very scary things that are happening, which is why this dark thing related to the elevator that she was in in this like viral video is so prominent there. Mm. Well, you got nothing else to say? No, I just, I <laughs> definitely, I thought that it might've been like a physical person, but after you talking about the fact that depending on how your bipolar disorder affects you, yeah. you can have hallucinations because this what I'm seeing might just be a hallucination. Yeah, so, so it's possible. And that's so. just really unfortunate. Yeah, makes me angry. This place has a lot of death associated to it. It's really weird, but it's very much a famous haunted location. Very, very famous and very, very haunted. It's one of the most haunted hotels in the California and I would say in us for sure and they're just like let's make them luxury apartments makes well, a not, lot of sense not luxury apartments or budget apartments oh they're budget apartments <laughs> yep still in a bad area still, still in a bad area <laughs> didn't change <laughs> oh goodness yeah <laughs> wow so good luck with that california <laughs> just make it a park get rid of everything and make it a park good things happen in parks right you think we can go investigate there if it's apartments, maybe, and someone decides to live there. What do you mean someone we know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mackie and Amanda got in there pretty recently. Did they? Yeah. Because mm. they might have slowed production because of COVID. I don't know. But they got in there. They said it was hard to do. Yeah. If we go to California, we should just visit Mackie and Amanda, too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Say, hey, all girl, of, what's up? All of the paranormal people over there why do all of you guys live in LA? Hey, what's it's up? It's so Hello. expensive there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we live on a planet in which licking doorknobs is illegal. And the rent is way cheaper. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you guys like and enjoy listening to our podcast? Because if you did, you could also like and enjoy listening to us more if you become a patron. And because of our patrons, which I'm going to insert your thank yous here, until we reach 400 of you. And once we reach 400 of you, I'll stop saying six minutes of your name. We wouldn't be able to make this podcast. So thank you. Whether you're a patron, a subscriber, a casual listener, looker, reader, whatever. We appreciate you. It's a good time. And you should leave us an Apple review. With a dad joke. With a dad joke. And we'll feature you here. Because Liv's going to have to now look that up. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting about the dad jokes. Because every time I try to look them up, you Dude, guys... Your, your dad was here just a second ago. And he pulls one out that. of his back pocket, but that's because he's a dad. Because he's a dad. I'm not a dad yet. He can't yet. tell jokes that aren't dad jokes. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just... It's just... He's a dad. <laughs> and he really pulled it right out of his butt and was like, you like this one? It's a good one. I have it just for you. Come what on. is that? You come in here a lot? You like this? I don't know why I have this, but I got it. What is What is the old Greg quote? <laughs> I don't come know. on inside. What is it? I don't know. Liv just figured out old Greg is a thing because she didn't have a computer in her living under a rock that her mother put her. She, I just like see her like Patrick unfolding his rock that's on a hinge and your mom putting you under the rock and then covering you up. And that's why you don't know anything. She's not looking or listening to me. So she probably has no idea what I just said. So I we don't can start something about my about mom. 
You'll hear it later. But usually when Even I ask you. Even though you're just right in front of me. Yeah, but usually when I ask you things anyways, I'm like, what did you do this weekend? And you like look at me with a death glare and you're like, your mom? She has no idea what we just talked about. No. So. Okay. So anyways. Actual reality. Miranda, Don, Tori, Lucas, Emily, Victor, Rosanna, Holly, Clara, Brooklyn, Dima, Royce, the Pear Freak, Angel, Calypso, Jordan, Mandy, Ashley, Sweetly, Lanny, Leah, Darian, Katie, Melina, Melissa, Twilina, Maddie, Andre, Kelsey, Sierra, Michelle, Taylor, Charlene, Emma, Michelle, Hannah, Shelly, Ray, Jeanette, Shawnissa, Casey, Amanda, Simon, Jonathan, Buzzy Bee, Jessica, Megan, Stephanie, Cynthia, Jalisa, Caroline, Cynthia, Stuart, B. Russell Sprout, Francesca, Moonlight, Jessica, Jada, Felicia, Destiny, Amy, Pimandrin, Ziggy, Living Susie, Noel, Jocelyn, Leanna, Kate, Lee, Nancy, Chloe, Astral Heart, Jen, Cindy, Jojo, Lily, Anthony, Elizani, Trinity, Kara, Delilah, Judy, Hazuki, Byron, Chloe, Lena, Rob, Jennifer, Metric, Nancy, Christine, JT, Savannah, Ellie, JD, Sarah, Todd, Erica, the Flower Child, May, Isabel, Jeremy, Alex, Emily, Bethann, Maria, Haley, Idhara, Faith, Alex, Caitlin, Lori, Mercedes, Christine, Terry, Christina, Marie, U.S. Dutch Kitty, Sheba, Elise, Stephanie, Jay, Kiana, Tiger Lily, Chloe, Natalia, Michelle, Joshua, Miranda, Veronica, Parker, Jennifer, Brian, Lauren, Shun, Talia, Brianna, Salvatore, Hannah, Alexis, Aquarius, Natasha, Lizzie, Kat, Sydney, Ashley, Sharon, Melissa, Raggle Maggie, Tuesday, Sarah, Cole, Mama Llama, Danielle, Susie, Charlotte, Allie, Leslie, Danielle, Jason, Practical Sapphic, Samantha, Janice, Angelina, Emily, Justine, Kathy, Ashley, Gibby, TMQ927, Lexi, Petra, Sinji, Liam, Jay, Pumpkin, Lucas, the Spider Fanatic, Jasmine, Emily, Lacey, Jinter, Lanita, Kara, Sandrine, Kira, Jennifer, Paige, Samantha, Clarissa, Carly, Brittany, Miss Alice, Nelson, Sarah, Ashley, Sarah, Angie, Julie, Synth, Hannah, Ryan, Amy, Tasha, V, Shelly, Danielle, Jasmine, Julie, Brittany, Paige, Marin, Christina, Christopher, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Amber, Sitlily, Courtney, Rita, Abril, Aki, Karina, Sergio, Asteria, Brandy, Gaymeyer, Brooke, Lee, Ashley, Dallas, Sarah, Alice, Gannon, Veronica, Chris, Emily, Meredith, Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalie, Brandy, Rosora, Megan, Jessica, Yassi, Glow, Francesca, Amba, Brooke, Ellie, Flavende, Ocorona, Liliana, Anya, Abby, Sarah, April, Cassie, Joanne, Helen, Natalie, Alex, Sarah, Amanda, Tuna, Izzy, Alexa, Gokatsi, Sophia, Bria, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Shandy, Riley, Riker, Lucretia, Kristen, Kima, Samantha, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Cindy, Mev, Cass, Anthony, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Jenny, Laura, Bradley, Sandy, Nas, Sherry, Katie, Charles, Flo, Abby, and Malake. Thank you for entertaining the children while I find AMKRDH's uh, November 18th review of us. Thank you for everyone that's left us a review. We have five stars on Apple Podcasts. Please don't be the person that ruins that. Be the person that makes it better. But thank you, M-R-K-R-D-H, because your heading of your review says, y'all crack me up, and I'm, I'm glad that we all can crack you up. So anyways, they say, here's the dad joke. I gorged on 14 cans of alphabet soup yesterday. 
Could you spell your name? How? How would they spell their name? With alphabet soup. While eating it? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to be able to spell your name in alphabet soup. You can't eat it if it doesn't spell your name. Oh, because it's not yours. (laughs) It's like a Ouija board. (laughs) If it doesn't spell your name, then it's... Well, okay. I think we were... Okay. We had a Patreon live where we used common objects to do reading or divination. And I 100% was expecting Liv to make soup and bring it up here and be like, A. B. E. Abe was your, well, you had a past life as a, na- as a man named Abe. Yeah, we wanted to do alphabet soup divination. <laughs> we Would still like might Ouija. do that. <laughs> we can. It'll be a good time. I just like, she came up with my tarot cards and I'm like, you didn't come up here with soup? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I gorged on 14 cans of alphabet soup yesterday. Ended up having a crippling vowel movement. No! Yes. Okay. I don't get it. A crippling vowel movement. E O W E L, like A E I O U, and sometimes Y. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait, I just want to know specifically A M K R D H. Why is it fourteen cans of alphabet soup? Is there something? Is there like a an idiosyncrasy about the number fourteen? It's almost like it's the fourteenth floor in which the Night Stalker stayed in the Cecil. Convenient, oh. right? And soup. He was covered in tomato soup. Almost like it was a coincidence. Deja vu on which the kids talk about. Also, how do you end up having a crippling vowel movement? What help happened to all other like 22 letters of the alphabet? Did they just stay inside you forever? Did you sneeze them out? Did they come out of your ears? That's why they couldn't spell their name. Mm. And that's why they had a vowel movement because it wasn't for them. But on... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> really far away from you. If you guys like this content, please make sure to like, subscribe, and do whatever you do with podcasts, and we'll see you in the next one. We are your meta sidekicks. What? This place sucks.